Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome back to another quarantine edition of the Preferred Walk-Ons Podcast. My name is Cole Meyer. With me, as always, Adam Feinberg, a.k.a. Fine Wine. Adam, how you doing today, bro? Doing great. Another great day, just trying to get through this quarantine. Happy to be back on the podcast. We got another special guest. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Very special guest today, man. One of my high school teammates, high school friends. Detroit Lions, all pro punt returner, Jamal Agnew. Jamal, what's good, bro? What's up? What's up? Appreciate y'all having me. Yeah. Um, like Cole said, good friend from high school. He used to do this boy up <laughs> on the courts. He didn't want to see me, but I'm happy to be here. I appreciate you guys having me. Yeah, bro. Thanks for coming on. Uh, how's, how's, uh, how's Detroit, bro? How's, how's quarantine life treating you? What you been up to? Uh, it's been smooth. Um, I mean, just doing what you can. Working out-wise, been getting on the field a little bit. I mean, it, it ain't much else to do. I've been playing a lot of video games. I mean, shoot. So you actually- I'm just trying to stay out, stay out the way. <laughs> trying to stay healthy. I mean, we'll see what happens with the season. Nobody knows what's about to go on, so... Just adjusting, adjusting on the fly, I guess. Yeah, facts. Um, so you guys have gotten a chance to go on the field then? A couple? Uh, well, just like just like linking up with teammates and working out a little bit. Nothing crazy. I mean, we don't even – they set, our, our set date is the 28th, but, shoot, that's not even set in stone for real just because they trying to iron out all these, like, safety protocols. So, I mean, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Well – for those of you who don't know, Jamal, born and raised in San Diego, went to Point Loma High School where he played basketball and football. Uh, just talk a little bit about your, your days at Point Loma. Um, did you, so you grew up, uh, when did you start playing football? Oh, uh, see, like I, I went straight to tackle. I started playing football fifth grade. I think it was fifth or sixth. And, like, I didn't play any flag. Like, the only experience with football I had was just, like, playing, shooting in the backyard, in the, in the, in the cul-de-sac, mm-hmm. or, like, playing at, at school and shit. So, like, yeah, I went straight to tackle, and that shit was fun. Like, <laughs> I was scoring hell of a touchdown. We went 0-8. We didn't win the game at all. <laughs> but we went 0-8, but I was scoring touchdowns, so that shit was fun. So that, that made me fall in love with it. And that was when Re- Reggie Bush was popping. Like, so San Diego legend right there. Exactly. I wear number five, so I thought I was a young Reggie. <laughs> uh, I mean, um, I remember that stuff vividly. Yeah. And you, you also played basketball. You still got that love for for basketball, or what? What's going on? I'm, a, I'm always gonna be a Hooper. I'm always gonna be a Hooper. I, actually, baseball was my first sport, but I hated baseball because it was boring. But yeah. basketball, I think, was my favorite sport. I was just vertically challenged, so I wasn't. I wasn't gonna make it <laughs> basketball. But hey, you had you had a uh, you had some skill though. We uh, we weren't the tallest team, but but we used to press teams. And... <laughs> <laughs> that shit was fun. We used to have all the, uh, the football players press in full court. <laughs> yeah, we had no damn offense. We had no damn plays. We just run a rack ball. <laughs> God, it was you, fun, know, 
Uh, you know what's funny? Um, uh, me and Adam, when we were in college, uh, this was, must have been our sophomore year in college or junior year. I just randomly found a Max Preps uh, standings from my senior year, so your junior year, for basketball. Uh, and uh, standings for the, for the state. And we were ranked, I don't know, like 247. Yeah. And Adams High School, uh, Burlingame, which is in San Francisco, they were ranked like 253. So, like, we were – like six spots ahead, you feel me? We would have whipped them boys. We would have smacked them. <laughs> Adam, we would have beat the brakes off y'all, yo. We not, a chance. not a chance. I mean, we we weren't pressing, but we were tactical. We had shooters, obviously. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. So, two star athlete in high school, you decided to leave basketball, um, commit to football, and then. That's when you, uh, your senior year, you had a, a, what was, what were offers looking like your senior year in high school? Yeah, I had, I, I had really none, to be honest. I had one lined up, which was Cal Poly, San Luis Obispo. And that was because Hastings, the head coach, he, that was his alma mater. So that was like his only pipeline. Like he didn't really have a lot of connects, which was sucked for like, players because we had we had a bunch of athletes that that could have played but we just didn't have the connections we didn't have that exposure because we weren't winning like championships so it was just tough so I had like no offers no preferred walk-ons anywhere so like really my only offer I guess was USD which is not a scholarship but I, I guess they kind of offer you like financial aid and shit right so like I really just took that and ran with it and it got me where I am today, but that kind of just created that chip on my shoulder. I know that's just cliche, but like just just seeing dudes I knew I was better than in high school, getting all these offers, these full rides, and me knowing I was better than them, that shit just pissed me off, and it, it kind of just kept that chip on my shoulder throughout college. Do you, do you think was there a reason that you can think of that you weren't? as highly recruited as a junior, senior, like is Point Loma just a smaller school compared to like some of the bigger programs in San Diego? Or what do you think was one of the reasons you weren't uh, like so heavily looked at by the bigger programs? I think honestly, I don't, cause we had a pretty big school. Like we were D3, but we, our enrollment was like 2,200 or something. Mm-hmm. I think it, I really think it stemmed from just like winning. Like usually like the best teams in San Diego always had, the the most college college offer offers and everything most guys go on the four uh, four year colleges and shit D one schools like the big names yeah I can think of like ten dudes off of like the, the the good teams that we that we lost to like Madison and Cathedral that all went to like D one schools and everything so I really think it was just like winning like whoever was winning like college coaches were going to those schools and recruiting those kids which sucked because there was this a lot of athletes in San Diego and like at like random schools you'll never know about. And it just sucked. Hmm. That's true. That's a big fact. Um so you get to USD. Um so that talk about just your your experience at USD. You went there for four years. Um 
what was that? What, how'd you like USD? What, what was, just talk about that, that experience. Uh, I mean, I loved it from the jump. Um, you know, they taught me coming in. I had the opportunity to start right away. And shit, I, I took that and ran. Like I just said, I. At what position there. did you start? Corner. Corner. Started day one. I told them I'll play both ways too, but they ain't listen. They ain't want to let me play both ways. Now they regret. Now they regret. Now they regret it for sure. But <laughs> I came and started started day one, and never, never, never took my foot off the gas from there. Um, I mean, I met some of the some of my best friends right now in college just just through the football team, which which is the best part about it. But it's just like those relationships you build and everything. But I, I love my experience there. I mean, like I said, non scholarship and. You know, I just had that chip on my shoulder. Like, I always knew I was going to make it to the league because I always told myself I was, and I wasn't going to let anything stop me. And, you know, I'm really thankful I had the head coach I had in Dale Lindsey because he played in the league for a while. He coached in the league for a little bit, so like, he knew what it took. You know, he, was, he used to always tell me, you got the talent, you just got to, you know, buy it. You got to get your grades up, to keep your grades up and everything. And, you know, I see him, I see him as a mentor. You know, he really helped me throughout that throughout those four years. Um, get me where I am today, for real. That's so big to have someone, a coach like that who's been who's been there before. You know, who's yeah. who knows how to get there, who can show you the ropes. Um, yeah, that for sure makes a big difference. So uh, glad you had someone like that in your corner. Hell yeah. Okay, uh, so you get you get through college, finish your last season, and then. Then what? You go to a, a combine or, or a, a pro workout, I think I remember, right? It wasn't that, was it the actual combine? Yeah, uh, no, nah, I didn't get invited to the combine. Was yeah. I remember it was. Grateful I didn't. Because a <laughs> lot of guys that I'm playing with right now, they said the combine sucks. And like, it's like a whole week and then you, they literally get like no sleep and they're doing all these workouts. They got to do a physical for each team, which fucking suck. Um, but then I, I played an all-star game after, right after my senior year, uh, the NFL PA game. And it's with like, it was mostly just teams from like the big D1 schools, like Ohio State, Miami, Texas, everywhere. And then they, they would always bring like 10 to 15, like small school guys. Um, I was one of them. And it was like a whole week of practice leading up to the game. So I get them an all-star game. And now I balled. Like, I was balling all week in practice, like, holding my own. And then I balled in the game. I had a pick. had, like, three tackles. And, then, shit, I think that really helped me. And then, obviously, pro day. Pro day really helped. I remember um, that. I remember that day. Yeah. So, I remember you you saying, like, yeah, I got I'm got a pro uh, workout. Yeah. And, you know, everyone's, you know, you're, you're repping San Diego. You know, you, you're out there for all of us and, and everyone's just, you know, wishing you luck. And then, you know, not a, you're not a big name guy yet. And yep. you get there and then suddenly it's, it's like Jamal Agnew just ran a four, three forty back to back. I'm yeah. like, what the, f- yo, <laughs> then I think that made a difference. I don't know. You can tell me. I, I remember hearing that and it was like, Oh shit. Like, Oh, who's this guy over here? The fuck? Yeah. You know, that's just crazy. Yeah, I'm gonna talk about it. The four, the forty definitely helped me. Um, like I said, the the, the All Star game I played it helped 
tremendously just getting those scouts there. I mean, obviously I had, I had really good stats and good film, but I mean, just the league I played in non-scholarship, they're like, oh, he's playing against a bunch of scrubs. So, I mean, we can't really watch his film and dictate what he'd be in the league. We got to see what he runs. I mean, obviously everybody cares about speed for some reason. But, um, I mean, I ran that 40, and it was like, damn, this dude really run. And that's it. As soon as I ran that, I knew, I knew, like, the coaches, the scouts that were there looked at me and were like, yeah, he got it. But it, it's crazy how so much depends on a, on a 40-yard, like a straight-line run. Like, it, you're not doing that. When you're that off. When are you ever running a, a straight line, 40 yards? Okay. It's just when you're breaking away, but other than that, I just I, I hate how so much depends on that on that run. But great, thankfully, now running at four three, so I ain't had to worry about it too much. Yes, sir. And then 2017 fifth round, 165th pick. Yeah, Detroit Lions select Jamal Agnew. Talk about that. You 23 years old, right? 23 at the time. 22. Oh, 22. Yeah, 22. 22 years of hard work and. You get your name called, dream come true. Talk about that experience, man. Uh, it was crazy. It was surreal. I mean, I couldn't believe it happened, to be honest. Uh, I mean, like, the whole draft process, my agent was like, you could maybe be, like, a day three guy with his rounds five through seven. Um, and five through seven. And, you know, that, that third day came around. I'm nervous as fuck. I couldn't sleep the night before. And, you know, I'm watching it. And when like the, the phone rang while I was watching the draft, it was like an area code, it was a Michigan area code. Like, damn, it's gotta be the Lions. Like, cause cause at my pro day, the, the Lions D coordinator was actually at my pro day. And it's it's kinda like kinda odd that a, a coordinator, like a the coordinator be at a pro day, especially like a small school pro day. So they kind of just showed me they they had a lot of interest in me. And then on that day, when I seen the the Michigan area code calling me during the draft, I was like, "Damn, I think this is it right here." Like I answered, it was the GM told me, "Yeah, we're about to draft you with this next pick." Yeah, that was crazy. That's just crazy. What a thing, man! The most special moment about it was some of my grandma had been on hospice care for for two weeks prior to that, and so we watched it at her house. Like she's she's in the bed and. In the in the living room, we're watching it, in. and like she had been like unconscious for kind of comatose for the whole week and a half now. And when I got drafted, the moment I got drafted, you know, I like told her, I was like, "Grandma, I got drafted." She had to open her eyes, bro. That shit was crazy. Oh shit was my crazy. god! Like she oh witnessed the moment. That shit was crazy. What a special moment, man! Oh my god! It was crazy. And she ended up, she ended up passing away. Three four days later, it was like three four days later. But but just just for her to experience that, like I know she experienced that. So like I pray I pray to her before every game, everything. That's so amazing, I, yeah. Yeah, where I was. She was a she was a diehard Patriot fan, you know. <laughs> but <laughs> my, but my girl was from Massachusetts, so she's diehard Patriot. But she probably she ruined by New England. She ruined she ruined for the Lions now, bro. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. amazing, man. I, that's great. Um, so you get to training camp, 
sign your deal with, with the Lions. You get, or I guess you don't sign it yet, right? Or do you sign uh, it? It's, it's, it's different for everybody. So, you know, like the, the big names usually hold out a little bit. They want to get every penny they can get. Me, fifth round, like fifth, like fifth round and like less, like to undrafted, like you really usually just sign it right away. So I signed mine like, shoot, the week, week after I got drafted, I flew out there. We had like a rookie mini camp. I signed it right before mini camp. And then, and then mini camp and then OTAs, which is like from like May to beginning of or end of June. Mm-hmm. And then the, like our summer, July is like our summer. And then training camp starts in August. So I signed mine before camp. So you get you get through training camp. Um, week, I mean, it doesn't take you too long. Yeah. But, well, just quickly, did it? Did they tell you you were going to return punts from the, from the beginning? Or what was uh, that? I mean, I wasn't the starter day one. That the, That's just not the way the league works. I mean... They had a guy – they had a couple guys that did it the year prior. Um, their returner from the year before had left the free agency. And he, had, he actually had a couple of touchdowns before I got there. But he signed with somebody else. So, I mean, they, they drafted me looking for a returner. So I was in the mix, but I wasn't starting day one. You know, I was obviously trying to just fight for a roster spot. Yeah. Especially like those late ground draft picks and undrafted. Like you, you're definitely fighting for a spot on special teams, defense, somewhere, just yeah. trying to get on the roster. Yeah. So. Well, it I didn't mean, take you too long to. Yeah, exactly. Flash week two. Yeah. What was it against, uh, on Monday night football? Monday night against the Giants. Your first touchdown, bro. 88-yard punt return. Mm-hmm. You cross, you get to the uh, end zone. What are you feeling right there? I mean, Shit, I wouldn't feel nothing. I was low key numb. I'm not gonna lie, I didn't feel nothing, bro. I, I didn't even realize that it happened that first. I bro, mean, I, I stepped a little bit at the end just because I had to throw a little sauce on it. But I really was thinking, like, damn, please don't drop the ball into the end zone or something. <laughs> but first NFL touchdown, man. Oh my! Did you get the game ball after? Yeah, I got all of them. All my touchdowns, I, I keep the ball. That's dope. Um, you would end up. You know, you end up scoring another punt return, I think, that, that season as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and really make – I mean, you scored a, another one, but you made a, a ton of runs, um, you know, really started making a name for yourself that entire season. Just, a, you know, a real threat. Um, finished the season, and Jamal Agnew is an all-pro punt returner. This is crazy. What's I, talk I about that? Uh, I never met. I mean, obviously, I was generating a lot of like hype with like the Pro Bowl, and to be honest, I didn't even know what All Pro was until until I got it. To be honest, I didn't know what that was. But you now I really want to go to Pro Bowl. I mean, obviously, you growing up watching sports, you want to go to All Star Games, Pro Bowls, whatever it is. And I was really bummed I didn't get that. But that the All Pro announcements came after the Pro Bowl. And like everybody was like, that's way better than getting to the Pro Bowl. Like, yeah, I'll take it. But no, that, 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 year was, that year was dope. I mean, it's still surreal, to be honest. Like, 
honestly, that shit went by so fast. Like, I'm about to go into year four, and I feel like I just got drafted. Like, I feel like I, I, I can remember rookie minicamp like it was yesterday. Time flies, man. I feel it. I feel it. So, I, you were just talking about earlier how you don't understand how the 40-yard dash is so important, you know, because you're never really running straight for that long unless it's just, you know, uh, to clear out. But uh, what, like, what does it take? What do you think it takes to be a good punt returner? You know, because like, uh, there's hella fast guys in the league. Yeah. You, you, there's fast guys everywhere. Yeah. Uh, but what makes it, what makes Jamal Agnew different? It's really like when you're returning, you got to be a dog. Like, you got to be fearless because, I mean, you're looking up in the sky for the ball and, you know, dudes are trying to come take your head off. Because I play Gunner, which is which is a dude on the punt team that flies like a receiver, goes and cover kick. Like, I play that position too. And I, my, my mentality is like, I'm trying to take this motherfucker's head off. Like, so you, when you back there returning a kick, you got to be a dog. But then one other thing is you got to be really smart because you got to know when, when opportunities are there. When 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 opportunities aren't there, and you got to be really ball security. You know, coaches are going to preach, especially in coaches are going to preach ball security. It, they always say ball security is job security. So first things first, make a good decision and secure the ball. Because if if the the offense isn't taking the ball uh, after this punt this punt return rep, uh, you're probably gonna get fired. Because <laughs> that that's just, that's just like the margin of error in the league. Like you can't. You can't be making mistakes like that. Like, and I've experienced it. Like, I've made some mistakes like that, and it's hard to brush them off. To be honest, because you got you know, fans heckling you and shit. You got fucking other team talking shit now. You got this shit's crazy. But QB ever come up? Uh, Matthew Stafford ever come up and say like, "Yo, what the fuck you doing?" <laughs> Hell no. Nah. Nah. He, he he too he's too nice of a guy for that. Okay. If anything, he he was just encouraging me. Like, you good man? Like. <laughs> Like last year, man, I, I had uh I had two bad games to start the season. Like I fumbled, I dropped the punt uh first game of the season, and the second game I got benched because I I put the ball on the ground again. So it, it it wasn't a fumble, but so I got benched and after the game I was pissed off. That I got benched and everything, but he came up to me, the staff came up to me. This is like, man, we are gonna need you. You're the best playmaker on the team. You know we got faith in you. And then the next week I ended up scoring a touchdown. So it, it kind of just shows, like, his leadership and everything. But it, it kind of also just shows, like, we said, we always said you can't ride the, the roller coaster of emotions in the league. So you just got to understand it's going to be ups and downs. And you can't, you can't get too high. You can't get too low. Because if you're riding that roller coaster, then that's just going to take you where it's going. Like, you're not, control, you're not in control of that. So if you – if you just if you're in control of you know your emotions and everything, and you're not getting too high too low, then shit, anything possible. Yeah. Um, real quick, Jamal, so you you just mentioned Matthew Stafford's leadership. Speaking of leadership and just sort of other mentors or vets on the Lions, like who are some guys that you look up to, look up to for advice, people who kind of took you under their wing as a rookie or second-year guy? i say my rookie year, well, definitely just still to this day, um, dudes I, 
you know, I always asked for advice or looked up to probably Carter Diggs just because I played the same position as him. So, you know, I was in his back pocket trying to learn everything he was doing, everything he was learning. Um, you know, I was trying to learn from him. And then obviously Darius Slay, you know, I was in the same room with both of them dudes, you know, both freaking elite players. So I was trying to soak up all that knowledge. Um, Slay, one of the best corners in the game right now, if not the best. Um, you know, I was trying to soak up all that knowledge. But, you know, whenever I hit them up, you know, they're always willing to help me, whatever it is. So um, it's, it's just that's what I love so far about the league is, is dudes who, 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 who play the same position as you, but they're always willing to help and try to get you better because it's bigger than just them. And that's what I've been doing since, you know, I've been getting older. I've been trying to help the young dudes, the acclimate and everything. So, I mean, that, that's what it is. It's a brotherhood. I mean, you know, scouts and college coaches try to scare you and tell you, like, oh, you want to get to the league, but you got to go take a grown man's job. I mean, that's, like, the reality of it. But really, it's, it's still like college. Like, it's a brotherhood and everything. And the dude's not going to shun you and not, not help you if you if you confuse about something or if you're doing something wrong. Like, he's going to help you. I mean, he want to see you succeed. I want to see you fail just so he can, you know, stay on the team. So it, it's not really like that. So, you know, Quandre, Slade, two dudes I look up to a lot. You ever you ever been uh, starstruck during one of the games? If so, with who? Uh, shit, I'll say fucking Julio or Cam Newton. Cause that motherfucker Cam Newton big as fuck. You, think, <laughs> you look at Cam Newton, bro. You be like, this dude is not a quarterback. Like, what is he? Six five? But he, I think he's like legit. I mean, he's probably six five, but with like gear on, helmet, and everything, he look like he's six ten. <laughs> I swear to God, bro. that shit don't that shit don't look real. But I would say them too. Julio's a fucking freak too. Um, really, I haven't been starstruck too much about. Anybody else? I mean, we talked about Saquon earlier. Saquon look, Saquon looked like a creative player, bro. <laughs> we had a joint, we had a joint practice, we had a joint practice with the Giants, and he looked like a fucking creative player. Bro. It's just ridiculous. <laughs> uh, what about uh, toughest player you've had to guard in a game or practice? Toughest I had to guard, Cole Be- Cole Beasley. That little white boy, man, he nice. <laughs> he nice, man. We played Dallas my my second year, and this was this was honestly like my welcome to the league moment. Like this is my first year starting. Like I started at nickel um, that year, and you know I was balling like preseason. I was balling. Nobody was catching shit on me. First two games of the season, I was balling. First three games of the season, I was balling. Nobody's catching that on me. Then we get the Cole Beasley, my confidence at an all-time high. I'm like, I'm about to strap this little white boy. Yeah. <laughs> and this motherfucker put me on skates. He's nice. But uh, yeah, he he he's a vet. I mean, he's a he's a savvy vet. He, he knows how to get open. Right, he probably watched a lot of the film on me. And he was just attacking my weak points. And shit. I learned from I learned from that day. Yeah. And like I said, like riding the roller coasters emotions, like I was too high on myself, like I was too confident. Like yeah. I was like, I'm about to strap this dude up. And he just he just he only caught four balls. He had like four for like fifty something. But they were like three of them were like first down. So like 
Yeah, three of them on third down. So, and that's a critical down. So that's what killed me. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that was like my welcome to the league moment right there. <laughs> Damn. Quandre still give me shit to this day about that game. <laughs> no, you to get him back, bro. Yeah, I mean, I'm playing offense now, so we're just gonna just gonna address yeah. that. So, yeah. going into year four, you just get switched permanently, right, to receiver. Yeah. I just yeah. just read that. Um, is that something you looked for? Or is that something you asked for, or what? How did that happen? How do you feel about I mean, it? So I've been like. I mean, I didn't play too much defense my rookie year. I didn't get a lot of significant snaps till like, towards the end of the season. Uh, we had some injuries, and Quandre, who was the nickel, had moved to safety, so I was the nickel. And that was at the end of the season. But throughout the season, they were using me on offense just because, obviously, I was scoring on the on the pump returns and, and everything. So they just wanted to get the ball in my hands. So I've really been playing a little bit of offense since I've been in the league, but last year I wasn't playing much on defense. So you know, they kind of just expanded my role. And then we had a bunch of injuries toward the end of the season. And so there's like, damn, you want to just keep doing it? <laughs> so yeah, I'm trying to get on the field. Um, so they kind of just kept expanding my role week by week. And I mean, they kind of, they kind of like my skill set, what I could do with the ball in my hands. Um, obviously, I scored two more touchdowns last year. So, I mean, they want to see where it goes from here. One of them being a 100-yard kick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 100 yards. Hundo. Yeah. Run, <laughs> Forrest, run. You were running. running. I was out of there. <laughs> Damn. Um, Adam, you got anything? Yeah, yeah. Just, uh, I guess just one last one. We'll end it on sort of a fun note. So you sign your deal. I'm assuming you get some sort of signing bonus or like when that first paycheck comes in, uh, I'm always curious, like what do guys do with their first NFL paycheck? See, I say, I say both of mine. That's I didn't, I didn't buy anything crazy. Hey, you had to pay that college back. That's what I'm saying. Like I didn't buy, that was my whole mentality was like, I got to pay these student loans off as fast as possible. Like, I had, like, I still haven't finished school. Like, I got to go back and finish. I have, like, a semester and a half. But um, I think I had, like, $90,000 in student loans. So, like, my mentality is, like, I got to pay these off ASAP. Mm-hmm. But then, obviously, I balled my rookie year, got all pro. Like, I saved all my all my, all my my checks. Um, you know, I drove the same car I drove in college my first year. And, but after the season, Shit, I had to splurge. I went and got a band. So I guess I guess that was the first my first like splurge right there. But I bought that car. Well, well deserved, man. Yeah. Well I need that. I need to spoil myself somehow. <laughs> but well shit, yeah. man. Uh we wish you nothing but luck here heading into year four. Um, okay. we really appreciate you coming on, man, for real. You yes, know sir. you're you're uh Everyone out here loves you, man. We You're representing San Diego. So keep doing so. You're doing it the right way. Um, hopefully you're, you're able to kill this season, bro, and, you know, sign that second check or that second uh, contract. Yeah, um, yeah. But, yeah, man, just, just really appreciate you taking your time. Um, and, you know, if you see me on Call of Duty one of these days, let's, you can get this work. 
I got you, brother. Anything for you, bro. Nice <laughs> to meet you, Adam. Yeah, nice to meet you, too. Good luck yes, this season. Right, Hopefully, we'll get Appreciate some it. Appreciate it. Thanks for tuning in to the Preferred Walk-Ons podcast. We had Jamal Agnew with us today. Tune in next Monday to see our next guest. Appreciate it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We'll get some buckets. Thank you.